If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A charitable fund created by Amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos has given Catholic Charities in Santa Rosa a $5 million grant to shelter local homeless families. So this money will help operate a planned family shelter. And the shelter is a 46,000 square foot affordable and homeless housing development in the historic St. Rose neighborhood. So it's called the Bezos Day One Families Fund. Now this fund gives to five nonprofits serving homeless people in the Bay Area. Now the shelter would include 192 beds and 40 rooms for local homeless families, as well as childcare, on-site medical clinic, and Catholic Charities is set to open this site by the middle of next year. So it's going to take a little bit of time to get it together. Um, but this is a great thing for the homeless people of, sorry, the homeless families of Santa Rosa and the Bay Area in general. Absolutely. I feel a little bit less guilty about buying something from Amazon now. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop by McDonald's for breakfast today and there's a massive line, this is why. The Egg McMuffin turns 50 this year and McDonald's is celebrating today by offering them for their original price for 63 cents. Woo! So if you want to get in on that deal, download the McDonald's app first and order through there, then pick it up. You'll be able to get a McMuffin for 63 cents during their normal breakfast hours. That's starting at 6 a.m. today to 10.30 a.m. today. It's not clear if there's a limit on how many you can buy. And uh, okay. I, I'm sure there is because yeah. otherwise people would be buying like 50 of them. Or until supplies run out. Right. I just imagine people online being like, back in my day, the McMuffin only cost 63 cents. <laughs> well, your day has come to return. Absolutely. That's, that's an incredible deal. You know, I was also reading about all these hacks that people have for the Egg McMuffin, and I want to try them all. You should. I, you can really <laughs> engineer your way around making a pretty cheap one. Innov- Not 63 cents, but <laughs> something like that. Innovation at its finest over at Mickey D's. Well, Scotty McCurry's heartfelt song, we all know it, Five More Minutes. We wanted five more minutes. Has actually inspired a Christmas Hallmark movie. Can you believe it? Now, it's set to premiere on the Hallmark Channel this weekend. Uh, Scotty McCurry actually is the executive producer on this film, Tanner. Wow. Isn't that cool? Good job, Scotty. So they just released the movie trailer, and it's appropriately titled Five More Minutes. Now, here's the plot. The movie follows the story of Clara, who wishes she had more time with her late grandfather at Christmas. Now, her holiday wish seems to come true as she comes across his journal and looks back on her time with him. So I'm really excited about this. I love a good Christmas Hallmark movie. The song's going to be featured in the film. In five more minutes, the movie airs this Saturday, November 20th at 10 p.m. on the Hallmark Movies and Mystery Channel. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. How long... Should you date someone before you bring them to Thanksgiving? Getting a lot of great responses on our Instagram right now at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Daniel from Motor Park says that he brought his partner to Thanksgiving and they have been together for 15 years. And uh, Chrissy from Healdsburg said a year. Becky from Santa Rosa says as long as you're happy, it's all good. I think I agree with Becky. I don't necessarily think 
there should be a specific number. But at the same time, you shouldn't be bringing a new person to the family Thanksgiving every single year. But I'm probably saying that because I haven't been in my relationship for super long. We've been dating for seven months and I'm bringing her to my family Thanksgiving this year. And I was talking to my friend about it on the phone. He's like, don't you think that's a little too soon? And I told him, I was like, we live together. <laughs> that's true. I was like, I, th- I think if you live with your partner, I think, yeah, they get a seat at the table. Uh, but well, Amber, what do you think? To your friend's points, just because you know Cammy doesn't necessarily mean that your family does. True. Just because you guys live together doesn't mean that they've made a connection with her. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't bring her to Thanksgiving. You definitely should. But I think I understand where your friend's coming from when he says that. Totally. Uh, but I, I think that if you love and trust Cammy, that your family will too, just naturally. When and was the first Thanksgiving that you and your fiance Cole spent together? How long were you, were you guys dating? Ooh. I sorry. I, I know you guys have been dating and no, you know engaged for a long time. You're not gonna like this, but I think it was almost like five years. Really, five yeah. years? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I had met his family, but we had pretty much kept holidays separate until then. That's so interesting Isn't to me. Isn't that crazy? You make the call right <laughs> now. How long should you date someone before you bring him to the holidays? Give us a call. 636-1-HOP. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Thanksgiving time is here. Getting together with family, friends that you've known for a long time, or maybe... You're bringing someone that you haven't known for that long time. How long should you date somebody before you bring them to Thanksgiving? Amber, what do you think? I think as long as you're happy and you know it's going to be a long-lasting relationship. Mm -hmm. I agree with what Becky from Santa Rosa commented on her Facebook page and said earlier. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with her on that. And how long was it before you and Cole, who is now <laughs> your fiance, went to Thanksgiving together? It was probably about five years. Dang, we man. Waited for, we waited for a little bit, but that's just because we were, you know, still wrapped up in our own families, you know right. what I mean? Didn't know how to bring that together. Yeah, but once you got it, you got it down to a science. In my relationship, we've only been together for seven months. We're going to Thanksgiving together, and my reasoning is that we live together <laughs> I think we should go to Thanksgiving together if we sleep in the same bed every single night. Right. And right. there are no plans to, you know, break up or anything like that. There's no like, muddy waters there. <laughs> so I think you're doing okay to bring her to Thanksgiving. So you make the call. How long should you date somebody before you bring them to Thanksgiving? 6361-HOP. Hey, who's this? Yes, my name's Roger. I'm calling from Santa Rosa. I like to answer the question. I say a person should know a couple to know each other for about a year. Okay. Before they invite them to their mother's or father's house for Thanksgiving. Good morning. This is Debbie from Pittsburgh Valley Lake. I am. Um, my husband and I, we were together three months and I went to spend his family at Thanksgiving. Three months? Okay. Did it go well? Well, obviously it did. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, and we've been married 20 years. So happy for you guys. Jason for three months. I just think that, uh, uh, you know, if you're going to bring someone to Thanksgiving, make sure that, you know, you're going to be with them and uh, not bring a new person every uh, year to your family's Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think that's a, an important thing to avoid. I feel like it's the type of thing, once you know you're going to bring this person for at least two years or, you know, hopefully a lifetime, then it's A-OK. Yeah, exactly. 
morning, guys. That memory foam, bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Which is great, but Tanner, as you know, Cole has never had a normal schedule in his life. And never. We have, we have been on opposite schedules since... I've known you pretty much, right, Tanner? Right, exactly. And I think as you're making this transition, that I think is going to be such a, you know, better, more fulfilling part of life because you're seeing your partner more. I think there is going to be a period where you're like, you're around a lot. Uh, see, he said that last night. He was like, are you going to get tired of me? And I just said, probably. And he was like, wait, I was joking. You are, you're not joking. And I was like, no, I'm not joking. Yeah. Because I personally, I don't think he's ready for it. And my biggest concern is that he's going to eat all my food. Because our apartment is not a restaurant. He's so used to working in a restaurant where he's around food all the time. Yeah. He never eats at home. But Tanner, what do you think is going to be the biggest change for us or even like the biggest challenge it's wine o'clock somewhere so pour yourself a glass it's time to whine about it with amber on froggy 92.9 so i was laying in my bed this weekend and i kind of noticed that my dog's ears started perking up and i was like "Uh oh something's going on remy hears something and i i heard this very loud screeching sound. It was definitely tire screeching and then like cars revving up and like racing down the street. And it was so loud. All the dogs in the neighborhood were barking. You could tell like people were like sitting up out of their bed. I heard like all of my neighbors just like move. Uh, But it quickly dissipated. And soon after that, a phone notification started blowing up. The next door app is going off, and it turns out a wave of illegal road sideshows across Santa Rosa were happening not only Friday night, but Saturday night as well. And it involved like, you know, large groups that even came from like the greater Sacramento area. And it all splintered into smaller parties like across the city. So everyone in Santa Rosa was hearing this going on on Saturday and Friday night. Uh, This is according to the police. There's been a trend of people going from city to city across the Bay Area. And now there's escalated concerns here in Santa Rosa. Now, officials have been trying to prevent the illegal gatherings involving drivers who perform stunts and spin outs in the middle of the street. And my first thought in reading all of this, especially that night, was, oh, my God, it's Fast and the Furious Santa Rosa Drift. But all jokes aside, the... Incidents are traffic hazards. They pose a danger to pedestrians and other drivers, but authorities say the gatherings are often too random and too large to curb without potential use of force. So what do you think? We've got some comments on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Julie from Petaluma sent a message right now that says, we have a motor speedway, not have a place where sideshows can take place. Maddie from Katati says, oh, what, people enjoying themselves and having fun? Who cares? So that's a different perspective. But Chris from Santa Rosa says, things are escalating. It's only a matter of time before something tragic happens. And when it does, the fallout won't be pretty. Now, Santa Rosa leaders have been looking for solutions to these sideshows amid a series of, you know, public meetings and a community survey that went out last month about the issue. So it's an ongoing thing. But what do you think? What are your thoughts on all this? Give us a call. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. 
Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. A wave of illegal roadside shows has been happening across Santa Rosa. We're calling it Fast and the Furious Santa Rosa Drift. <laughs> so you might have heard some tire screeching and revving engines like this past Friday and Saturday night across the city. Uh, Santa Rosa leaders, officials, and police have been looking for solutions to this problem. They've had public meetings and community surveys. So it looks like there's growing concerns in the community about all of this happening. It's a danger to pedestrians and other drivers on the road. Uh, I heard it this weekend. Tanner, have you heard all this noise and commotion that's been going on around the city with the cars? I thought my neighborhood was the only one. And I am surprised to hear that this is happening all across Santa Rosa. I mean, a bunch of these people that are doing this meet at the church on my street. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh my and, gosh, I had no idea. And they were revving their engines. You know, the ones that are like, <laughs> and I just wanted to walk out and be like, hey, you kids, get off my street. Yeah. And and the, and the Lord's parking lot, too. The Lord would not appreciate <laughs> that. That's that's what I'll say about that. All right. So what do you think of all these car sideshows and engine revving? Call us right now. 636-1467. Good morning, it's Pete from Petaluma. And, and you know what? I would impound their cars and take them away because there's like stupid little punk kids need to have their toys taken away. That's what I would do. Is there going up from Santa Rosa? Well, I just wanted to put in a little bit of, oh, maybe a little bit of country into the uh, sideshow situation here in Santa Rosa. And I know we used to all go out and spend donuts on somebody's field out in the middle of nowhere, not causing problems. But Absolutely. If they're going to do it in the middle of the city and it's going to get violent, people getting shot and stabbed and run over, well, we'll just bring this CDF in and drop a big tanker of, uh, oh, you know, you can, do, you can do paint and whoever's got paint on them gets arrested the next day, you know. But Yeah. I think, uh, you know, what Amber was talking about, you know, because I grew up, you know, spinning donuts in somebody's field growing up. And I, I don't think there's any problem with that. I think, you know, when you're in the middle of Santa Rosa, you know, so someone's house could, you know, get hit by a car. That's how fast these, yeah. you know, these people are going. Yep. And they got the whole gang contingent that's packing heat, and it's not a good thing. Yeah, it's a pretty scary situation, and it's loud. Like, I'm trying to sleep, y'all. Like, I'm getting <laughs> old. I can't handle all that commotion. You want to bring the country to the city, we're bringing, we're bringing the crop dusters, and you can bring the donuts. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. Amber and Tanner, when the sun comes till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Do you have an itinerary for Thanksgiving or do you just go with the flow? 42% of us plan our Thanksgiving out with the schedule and 58% of us, yep, we just go with the flow and that's according to our Instagram story at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Oh, wow. So Amber, what do you prefer? Do you prefer like a schedule or do you like to go with the flow? I am such a go with the flow person and I know it drives you insane. It drives my fiance insane. <laughs> it drives a lot of people that are well organized and anxious in my life insane. Um, but I'm just like, I'll get there when I get there. Right. And I know people hate it, but you know, I just don't want to be stressed out like during the holidays. I just want to be chill. Typically during my day-to-day -day life, I like to be very meticulous. I like to schedule. But when it comes to holidays, I'm a lot more like you, Amber. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I don't want to worry about anything. It is my time to chill. Okay, that makes sense yeah. then. That does. 
So this Thanksgiving is going to be a lot different for me this year. I'm going back home for the holidays for the first time since 2019. My brother and his girlfriend are hosting her family and our family together. And so right now I'm on this email chain that has the arrival time, dinner time, social time, and dessert time all included. And I appreciate and I love the organization because there's no way I could have possibly done that. But I grew up just showing up and helping out when you can. And if you're late for dinner, well, that sucks. You'll just join the table when you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I'm really surprised by this. I figured you would love this organization. You would be all over it. When it comes to holidays, no. Uh... But I do love and appreciate my brother's girlfriend for doing this. I mean, she put it together so great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that sounds like it was a lot of work, and maybe she's really excited about it. So, uh, you know, it sounds like it's going to be great either way. But what's wrong? (sighs) (laughs) There's no scheduled time to watch football. Oh, my gosh. Thanksgiving? The most important part for me is sitting around the couch, eating food you shouldn't be eating, and watching football. To me, Thanksgiving is... Like, football is the best part of Thanksgiving for me. It's a beloved fall tradition, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm like, where am I going to fit in some football time? Am I going to have to take my phone, watch, like, YouTube TV and sit in the bathroom? Because I'm not above that. You know, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you could do that. Yeah. Or I'm sure this is a very loose schedule. I'm sure there will be football on the TV. So maybe don't panic just yet. I'm panicking. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello? Hi, is this Ben? Uh, this is. Who is this? Ben, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your friends, family, and uh, the right by your home. Uh, what, you're okay. What is this in regard to? Uh, I have a report in front of me that says every morning the first thing you do on your way to work is buy an energy drink. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't see what that has to do with there being a problem. Well, it's a concern for your health, and uh, because of that, your friends and family have contacted me to contact all gas stations and convenience stores across Sonoma County to stop serving you energy drinks. For my what? For my own health? Yeah. You're do you worried re- about like my health, like? Come on, they're like they help me get my morning started. It's how I get like my get to lunch, you know. I understand that, but at the same time, it is it's extremely bad for your heart. Not to mention the financial burden that you have to endure. Financial burden? There's no burden. I it's not. I can't afford the drinks. And as far as my heart goes, I mean, I go to the doctor all the time. No, no one said anything before. I well, mean, how is this even a legal matter? Well, it's it's more of a message that your uh, friends and family have hired me to convey to you. And I, we just want you to form better and healthier habits, Ben. We want you to be around for a long time. I mean, I want to be around for a long time, too. I am healthy. I exercise all the time because I have an energy drink in the morning. Plenty of people have three or four of those things. Like, how is that even a concern? Well, for your health, we have also connected your banking information so you cannot buy these products. You, what? Yeah. You, you've connected my bank. Well, I, you, I'll pay cash. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Excuse me? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, corn, corn, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes. Thanksgiving is a week 
away and we're thinking of those beans, greens, tomatoes, tomatoes. We're thinking of all of that. So is there one Thanksgiving dish that needs to go, though? Which one do you dislike? We asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. Diane from Roner Park said jellied canned cranberry sauce. Sarah from Santa Rosa says yams with marshmallows. And Delma from Petaluma, she said yams. Everybody's saying yams. So I'm really shocked to hear these. And a new vacationer survey found that cranberry sauce is actually the most disliked Thanksgiving food. What? Which is why I asked you earlier if you liked cranberry sauce, Tanner. I love cranberry sauce. All right. It's not it's, Thanksgiving. Uh, it's not Thanksgiving without it. Yeah. Here's another shocking part of the survey. Turkey came in second as the most disliked Thanksgiving dish. What is, what's left at I, that point? I, <laughs> I don't know. What, I was allergic to turkey growing up, so I had to eat like ham and chicken and stuff like that instead. Yeah. Um, but I just really don't see cranberry sauce and turkey actually being the most disliked Thanksgiving dish. Yeah. I just don't see it. Tanner, what is... I think I know the answer to this. I think you do too. But because... what, is, <laughs> what is your most disliked Thanksgiving dish? Oh... I hate mashed potatoes. <laughs> I think it is disgusting, repulsive. I know some people are going to be mad at me for saying this. I wish mashed potatoes didn't even exist. Whoa. I know. I might have really crossed the line there with a lot of people. Whoa. Wishing something out of existence? I, wish I mean, is this like a Marvel movie? What is going on it here? It could be. I am a Marvel villain known as Anti-Potato Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you won't even, like, go near the mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. I won't even look at it, Amber. Well, okay, what's your favorite then? If, if you dislike mashed potatoes so much, what else do you like? I love turkey. Okay. Turkey is my jam. also love the marshmallow yams, unlike Sarah <laughs> from Santa Rosa. <laughs> uh, for me personally, the most disliked Thanksgiving dish and one I think just should go is ambrosia salad. Do you know what that is? No, I don't actually. Okay, it's very popular in the South. And I don't know why my family makes it, because I swear no one eats it, but they always put it out every year. <laughs> it's a fruit salad that contains canned pineapple, canned mandarin orange slices, miniature marshmallows, and coconut. Oh, wait. I have had that. It's gross. That's delicious. No. I have that every single year. I just what? didn't know what it was called. It's almost as worse as Watergate salad, which I won't get into that, but that's the one that needs to go. Amber and Tanner in the morning. What show went on for way too long? Tiger King 2 premiered on Netflix yesterday. You know, I don't understand why Tiger King needed a Tiger King 2. Just going to be honest. If you've never watched the original show, it's basically about this guy. He runs a tiger zoo named Joe Exotic. And he's, uh, you know, the whole thing's about being caught in a murder for hire situation and sent to jail. And there's just so much that happens into this show that if you haven't seen it, you're going to have to watch it for yourself because it is bonkers. It was the most crazy thing to come out of quarantine. Yeah. Like you opened up Netflix and all of a sudden there was murder, mayhem, and madness from the Tiger King himself. And when I first watched it, I was like, this is ridiculous and has to be stupid. And then next thing you know, I watched the whole thing in like two days. It was so addicting. Yeah. It was great. And, you know, there were a lot of follow-up questions, I feel like. You know, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? What happened to Don? Is Joe Exotic going to get pardoned? Is he going to get out of jail? And that's what I think Tiger King 2 is basically all about, is answering those questions. But there's no controversy. There's no wow factor. It's not 
entertaining for me. And I've watched three episodes of it, and I just don't think it needed it. What, what do you think, Amber? I know you've watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, I watched the first episode last night, and I was really excited. But I was into it. You were? Yeah, I think I'm going to continue to watch some of it today. Um, Probably not binge-worthy like maybe you're saying, but I'm just like, okay, okay, Carol Baskin's husband might be alive. We'll see. I feel like the original Tiger King just set the bar so high that there's no way that anything else could beat that. And so I feel like it's a show that has gone on for way too long. Amber, is there a show that comes to mind when that has just really, really gone on too long? Immediately. The Walking Dead. Yeah. The Walking Dead is on its 10th season now. It's still on the air? Yes. I didn't even know that. I think they're going to try to wrap it up pretty soon. I know there's definitely going to be an 11th season, if not that's happening right now. (laughs) Um, But I mean, this is a show that's been going on since 2010. And if you're watching The Walking Dead, I am really surprised. Sonoma County's number one for today's country. And here on Amber and Tanner in the morning, we want you to go local for the holidays. And that's why right now on the show, we're giving away a $25 gift card to Oliver's Market. But not only that, one lucky winner this week is going to win what, Tanner? They will be upgraded to win a full Thanksgiving dinner from, yes, Oliver's Market. So that dinner serves six to eight people, includes a diesel ranch turkey, Oliver's traditional stuffing, mashed potatoes, and of course, gravy and more. But we're not giving it away that easy. You got to call in right now and compete. 636-1467. It's the Amber Showdown. Josh from Bodega. Josh from Bodega, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Sure. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back in the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Now, if you want a half a point bonus on Amber, you can talk some smack right now. Uh, I'm going to win for sure. Oh, (laughs) Josh coming in with a confidence. Amber's running out of the studio as we speak. Josh, here's question number one. Kyle Bush and his wife, Samantha, are expecting a baby girl next year. Kyle Bush is an athlete in which professional league? A, the NFL, B, NASCAR, or C, the MLB? NASCAR. That is correct. One for five is the score. Question number two. One of Elvis's teeth is being auctioned off. Finish the Elvis lyric. You ain't nothing but a hound. Dog. That is correct. Two for five. Here's question number three. Brett Young is pushing to bring a Major League Baseball team to Nashville. How many Major League Baseball teams are in California? Uh, three? Two. Two. That is incorrect. You're still two for five, and here's question number four. Kourtney Kardashian gifted Travis Barker with a $205,000 car for his 46th birthday. Which band was Travis Barker a part of that launched him into fame? I don't know. I'll give you next. So... Two for five, and here's question number five. Scotty McCreary is the executive producer for a Hallmark movie that shares the title of his first number one hit. Name that number one hit. Yeah, I have no idea. All right, you want to bring Amber back in? Amber, Josh from Bodega got two and a half out of five. All right. Ready to go? (laughs) Yes. Question number one, Kyle Bush and his wife, Samantha, are expecting a baby girl in 2022. Kyle Bush is an athlete in which professional league? Is it A, the NFL, B, NASCAR, or C, the MLB? That would be B, NASCAR. That is correct. One to one to score. (laughs) 
Question two, one of Elvis's teeth is being auctioned off. Finish the lyric, you ain't nothing but a hound. Dog. That is correct. Two to two's the score. Question. <laughs> Question number three. Brett Young is pushing to bring a Major League Baseball team to Nashville. How many Major League Baseball teams are in California? Two. That is incorrect. There are five. The Giants, the A's, the Padres, the Angels, and those awful Dodgers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the score is still two to two. Here's question number four. Kourtney Kardashian gave Travis Barker a $205,000 car for his 46th birthday. Which band was Travis Barker a part of that launched him into fame? Blink-182. That is correct. Three to two is the score. And here's question number five. Scotty McCreary is the executive producer for a Hallmark movie that shares the title of his first number one hit. Name that hit. Is it? Five more minutes? That is correct. Okay. <laughs> Amber, you got four out of five compared to Josh from Adegas, two and a half out of five. Josh, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. Congratulations, Josh. Even though you are not the champion, you've still won that $25 gift card to Oliver's Market. Woo! <laughs> you are also in the running to be upgraded to win a full Thanksgiving dinner from Oliver's. That serves six to eight people. It includes a diesel ranch turkey. Oliver's traditional stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, and more. But you did lose. Josh, you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. You're going to Oliver's Market with $25 in your pocket, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Already 92.9. If you could switch lives with a celebrity just for one day, which celebrity would you pick? Dustin Lynch has selected his. She loves a small town boy like me. If I could switch bodies with a celebrity for a day, it would definitely be The Rock. Uh, I would just want to know what it feels like to be the biggest on earth. I love that guy. If I was The Rock for a day, I would I would be on his cheat day when he can eat anything he wants. Oh, that sounds awesome. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that from other people before that they want to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson because of how many calories he consumes every day. I have seen him down 15 pancakes in one sitting, thanks to Instagram. It's incredible. <laughs> it really is. Also, we're getting some responses on our Instagram right now at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Ted, one of our friends from F45, said David Goggins. Denise from Santa Rosa said Kelsey Ballerini so I can be married to Morgan Evans for a day. <laughs> Not a bad choice. Uh, Brian from Sonoma says, I want to be Ryan Reynolds. He's the coolest. He really is. And I think if I could be a celebrity for just one day, Amber, you're probably going to roll your eyes at me because you probably already know who it is. Luke Bryan. One margarita, two margarita, three margarita. I think he has a great family. He has the type of house that you can ride a four-wheeler everywhere. That's the kind of life I want. And, of course, he sells out arenas across the country. Uh, that's very true, and he's a judge on American Idol and yeah. all that kind of good stuff. I mean, he's got a pretty crazy busy life. Host of the CMAs, everything. <laughs> I think I like being busy so much, so I think that's why I'd want to be Luke Bryan. Who would you want to be uh, for an entire day? It's funny that you asked this because I was on the internet recently because um, I think Margot Robbie is going to be in a new movie with Brad Pitt mm. coming out pretty soon. I was reading about that, and I was looking at all these pictures of Margot Robbie, and I was like... What it was like to be her <laughs> and just be so beautiful and talented and flawless. So I would definitely pick Margot Robbie to be for a day because I just honestly want to know what it feels like. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. 
Froggy 92.9.